Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I sell blue Welcome to the Man City Show. This is Lisa Rabinovitz in the chair this week for Nigel Rothband. And today, amongst other things, we will be discussing what I think could be described as a good weekend for City. And that's from me, the uh, self-appointed representative of the Pessimist Society. Um, So to help me discuss this, um, I have three guests. Andy Connell. Good evening. David Blakeney. Good evening. And making his debut on the Man City show, Tony Newgrosh. Good evening from me. So, Tony, um, as is a bit of a tradition on the Man City show, we like to find out um, what your first match, first City match was, if you can remember it. My first City game. I think it was 1974. And I think I was sat in the North End, the North Stand, I should say, even. And my recollection, it was Sheffield United, I believe. And it was... Nil-nil at half-time, and I complained bitterly to my father that we hadn't scored yet. And he explained it was all OK. We were kicking towards the north stand in the second half, and that's when all the goals would be. And we won 4-0, and I've been hooked ever since. It's a shame, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I, I take it the next time we lost 4-0 or probably, something. Probably, yes. Probably, usually the case. OK. So, so yes, as I said, it was, a, it was a very good result at the weekend. 5-0 against Palace. Um, five goals, clean sheet, five different goal scorers. Two centre-half scoring. Two centre-half scoring. When did we last do that? Indeed. So, Andy, would you say that was the highlight or any other particular For me it highlights? Was, I, well, I, th- I thought we played fabulously. I'd, I'm, I know Palace had a few injuries that probably changed the way they were going to play. They, they were, certainly weren't as aggressive as I was expecting. And, but, I, you know, it was lovely to see. For me, it's that thing when Silver and Yaya are back. The game is a different game. You know whether we win or not, and I think Dave. We were talking to David earlier, and he was saying, you know, if we score early, you know, Silver scores early, the game changes immediately, and yeah. we can play the way we want to play. We're relaxed, we don't get ruffled, and it was just lovely to see. But I think, I think certainly, Company's goal was a highlight for me. Just what a goal, and and Otamendi. I think both of them scoring 
says something. You know, we haven't had that. We haven't had that going on, and it was it was good to see. I think five different scorers and yeah. two of them being defenders is mm. is definitely something we've missed. And really, I suppose Jesus was our out and out striker on the day, mm. and he didn't score, and we still won five 0 So that's something. Tony, any particular no, highlights yeah, for you? No, Aguero as well, and we managed yeah. very comfortably. And we never even looked like once throwing it away for once. At half time, I was mm. a little bit nervous, but quick goal in the second half, and we could all just relax and enjoy what was some great football. I think the only frustration is why haven't we done that all season? Yeah, I think that that's been the theme of the the season. That, but this time we actually did put our chances away. Although I, as you said at half time, I was a little bit nervous because we'd had a lot of possession and a lot of chances and hadn't taken them and Caballero made a really yeah, good great save. Yeah. save. I, mean, I was obviously worried with that Bravo in goals, you know, that was my major concern, but no, <laughs> Willie did us proud, didn't he? Yeah. David, anything else for you? Well, the highlight was last week we discussed three players who should score goals and don't. Sterling, um, De Bruyne and Silva and each one of them scored. They obviously listened to the Man City and, show. But, but that just shows Pep is right. He said, we're not scoring goals when we should do. Mm. If, you know, if you look back now and think how many times we've missed chances, mm. got a bit of bad luck along the way. So there you are. <laughs> what a difference. So I think maybe they need a bit more shooting practice next time. Mm. But Yeah, I think Pep made see. the point the other week, didn't he? I think the only game we've not dominated this season was, was Spurs away. Totally right, lost, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Every other yeah, game, yeah. arguably, we could have and probably should have won. Yeah. Even Chelsea, both games, De Bruyne's miss, even um, at Stamford Bridge, I thought yeah. we were the better team. Yeah, De Bruyne hit the wood- woodwork again, which we mentioned last week as well. Yes. I thought it's going to be another one of those days for him, <laughs> but um, yeah, thankfully he got his goal. times we've hit the woodwork this season. You know what's now? nice, though? When we get to two or three, you just want, you're just waiting for more. And it, it's almost, if you don't get any more, you get disappointed because... You know, for me, I was waiting mm. for the fourth, and then even with a few minutes ago, I thought, "Can we get five here?" And yeah. you're just <laughs> waiting for that. And what great football to watch, isn't it? And yeah, oh, it's fabulous, and it'll make a difference as well. That the goal yeah. difference is going to, you know, well, that was huge with Liverpool drawing. I yeah, mean. yeah well, well, we'll come on to the the, the rest of the uh, contenders for the top four soon. But so, Andy, you said uh, that the company goal was a highlight for you. So obviously, mm. that's the pick of the goals from your perspective. I, well, I thought it was a wonderful goal, but just to have him back, you know, what four games now, and it's just a different team and I remember I feel a little bit vindicated because a few weeks ago I we we were talking about who would we have as our starting at central defenders and everyone was saying company and stones if company was fit they'd have company and I I stuck with me I got a lot of stick for it but I said company Otamendi will will work and Otamendi to me one of the other highlights that we haven't really mentioned is how well he's played Otamendi you know with company by his side he's a different player now to me he's not panicking he's very he looks like the player we thought we signed when you know yeah I think anyone playing alongside company is going to look better there aren't they well very probably but you know he still does (laughs) it's interesting it's one of the things I had written down to discuss because I think Otamendi has definitely been a bit of an unsung hero over the past couple of matches actually I Mm. think he's he's performed much better I think company's getting all the press because he yeah. obviously but I, I, I do think Otamendi has just looked so much better mm. now so my question I guess my question then is when Stones is fit mm. what happens it's a nice problem it is yeah. a nice problem but it's 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 now an interest it, I think it's one that maybe you were the only person who thought it was going to be a problem whereas I think most of us had pretty much thought it's li- definitely going to be Stones yeah, and I'm a little surprised no one's mentioned Collarov actually in that role no I think we'll uh, 
<laughs> Lisa usually does. Yeah, you, don't, you don't know how much the, the Nigel likes to call me Mrs. Kolarov. So, um, yeah. My, my big concern for next season now Navas has signed a new contract and has been converted to a fullback is he's going to be our emergency centre half at some point. <laughs> we'll have Kolarov and Nav- Navas at uh, centre half for some game. Yeah, that, that's that's a, a nightmarish scenario. Absolutely. Not going to happen. Not gonna happen. I certainly hope so, but you never know with Pep, do you? <laughs> I do. What company brings, though, is organisation. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's the thing automatic any defender now gets is, you know, I remember against Monaco, we conceded from that free kick. If company was in that defence, he would have organised a defence different to it. And you can see now how what a difference he makes because he just he puts him in the right position everyone mm. and you know that's a big thing the players yeah. and as you say the fans too we can sit back and enjoy it knowing <laughs> he will yeah. tidy up any yeah. message well it's that talismanic thing isn't it that we haven't you know and i know you, you don't know how much to store to put in that but there is something you see him on the pitch you feel better and that's got to be worth something but, do you, but can I just say something? Do you get a little bit nervous? Because he's a bit risque with his tackle sometimes. He's, he's yeah. booked after 20 minutes. You go, yeah. how does he last the rest of the game True. in his manner? And he has had a tendency. It's that front foot I hate thing, yeah. anyone yeah. getting booked after 20 minutes. Because I'm always waiting for people like Fernandino company. Mm. They're typical guys that will get sent off. Yeah. But fortunately, he was played once. He, he does have a tendency to do that. But when he did it, he, he really had to. Because, mm. I mean, I think, was it Zaha? I can't remember who it was against. It was right down that side. Zaha was running. Yeah. He was running he was riot good. a little. So. He was fantastic, Zaha. It's the, good, the good news is we don't have any of the players who tackle, when you think about it. De Bruyne, Silva, Sterling. They're, they're never going to tackle. They're not going to get booked. So. I think De Bruyne well, Silva gets booked a fair bit, actually. Because yeah. I'm always saying to oh, he's people, he's not that though, kind of player, yes. but he is that kind of player, actually. <laughs> he's quietly. I would like to say, though, I thought Zaha was superb. He yeah. was. I mean, you look at him and you think, he is a good player. We could it's too good for that team. And when yeah. you think we had Sterling, we got Sterling at 50 million, and you look at someone like Zahar, and you go for 15 million or whatever. No, in fact, they bought him back for about 4 million, yeah. didn't they? Good business. I, I'm saying, wow, because mm. if mm. I'm honest, I think I'd rather have Zahar than Sterling. Yes. It's a weird thing, though, isn't it? Because there does seem to be some sort of attitude thing there, because he doesn't perform all the time. You know, it's like if he likes the manager, he performs, and if he likes the weather, he performs. It does seem to blow hot and cold sometimes. Zaha. 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 Well, I've only watched him a few times, but. Yeah, I mean, no, when he's on it, he's yeah. as good as anyone. And I they're not a bad team going forward, Palace, to be fair, yeah. are they? They've got you know, pace. Townsend on the other wing, yeah. they could have caused yeah. us problems. And they've had a decent run, especially away from home. So I yeah. think, I mean, yes, I know, like you said, that they did have some defensive problems, yeah. which may have changed things, we'll never know. But well, at the same time, it's, not, backs, didn't he, in the, in it's not a bad... It's, I think we should be pretty pleased yeah. with the result. Even I can be pleased with I'm the result. I'm certainly not displeased. Yeah. No, Job done. no, good, good. But in terms of... Man of the match. I know that on the day at the ground it was given to Silver. I believe that Sky gave it to De Bruyne. Yeah. Um, and I would they announced have given them both at the same time. Uh, I would have given time. it to De Bruyne because I just thought he was back to his best. Yeah. And I've been very critical of him mm. recently. And and well, it's good to have the problem of deciding whether it's exactly. Or De I don't mind if we if we're competing for two men of the matches. That's, that's I thought good. De Bruyne was in my yeah. opinion definitely. I was on. I'm silver, but, you know, I'll take either of them, honestly. <laughs> the, the one thing De Bruyne does, when he moves the ball quickly, he's just unbelievable to watch, isn't he? Because mm. he just moves out from the back to the front, and before you know it, you're up there. And yeah. Silver doesn't do that in the same way. No. 
But no, when but we play with pace, that's yeah. when we look fantastic. And that's what's so frustrating, isn't it? We start passing it sideways and slowing yeah. everything down. Defenders, please get back in position. Mm. Pace kills teams. It doesn't matter so much if that happens every now and again in the game. It's when we do get the passes together and get the pace together. But recently, there's been none of the pace. There's been a mm. lot of the sideways passing. And I think that's been the problem. But it's interesting because I know we were saying missing Silva and Torre. I agree that it's Torre as well. He doesn't get so much of the credit these days. No, I thought he was great. Yeah. Quietly great. You know, just stand in the centre circle and just keep the pace of the game going. You know, it's yeah. an under, you, you don't really notice it. But it's, it's, no. he's so efficient at it. But it's, but it's the reliance on that that's a bit concerning. It's like, yes. you know, without them, we can't It has always been. I think yeah. whenever we've seen the, the, game, the team without the two of them, even if De Bruyne is there, it needs them to somehow say how the game's going to be played and then everyone else can play the way they want to play. And without them, we, we sort of run around. We don't quite have a... I think the way that Liverpool played yesterday was very similar. They didn't have that guy who just dictated yeah. the pace and it, yeah. you could feel it. They, it wasn't for lack of effort. They just didn't know what to do. Most shots on goal... Without winning. Yeah. Yeah. Yesterday. Oh, okay. See, we've got Patrick Roberts at Celtic and he's meant to be superb and he's got pace and you just want us to have a couple of these younger players given a chance to come back and start to do it. Cause we do, you think keep... have, do you think he'll come back? Well, he's due back next year. Well, he is, yeah. But do well, you think he will? Well, we're mad not to. I, don't, yeah. I do not understand why these players... I mean, he, he tore us to bits. Yeah. I suspect he will come back, firstly because... This is the wrong reason, but because he's British, um, well, yes, so we right, need so that quotes, as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, but also because he looks decent, well, he look good, and he yeah. needs to be given a chance. He's yeah. been playing in Scotland, though. To be fair, for a well, he played yeah, against outstanding us. team. He did, or yes, <laughs> and he ripped us to bits. Yeah, that's <laughs> not that's amongst thing. many teams this season. To be fair, but maybe it, as but good as you face. It's interesting <laughs> we talk about. Um, both Silver and Torre being very important to the team, but if you think about the team that was out on Saturday and Fernandinho was at right back now I mean it wasn't really right back but that was mm. the, the setup but obviously we're hoping that we get a new right back so that position is now taken by somebody else who I mean automatically you'd probably say that Fernandinho would take the place of Torre mm. but he doesn't do the same doesn't job do, no. No. so and, and, and obviously we've got Gundogan to come back as well and it's just going to I think it's going to be very interesting to see how the team has to will have to change because ultimately well, Torre isn't going to last forever so no but I, I do think you have to I mean there was a few seasons ago everyone said you've got to have two international quality players in every position now you can't do that because they won't stay but there is something to be said. You know, we do have an embarrassment of riches, certainly in the midfield now, where you can think you've got a squad. You've got a, if you are in the Champions League and you are in the Premier League, you do have to start having more than one team that, you know, rather than the 11 players on the team sheet every week, we do have to start rotating people in a serious way because otherwise, how are you ever going to win both? How, how is anyone mm. ever going to win the Champions League and the Premier League in the same season now? It's virtually impossible. Mm. Now rotation will be the key. But we're also assuming Toro will stay. Which, uh, well... They're talking about a year, aren't they? Another year. Yes. And I, I think he's I'd very comfortable to do that. Oh, absolutely. Could, the way he's playing at the moment, he could play till he's 50 because he only goes about 10 yards in the no, other direction. No. My <laughs> big concern is we have to have a tough, strong player. And when we won the league both times, we had strong players. The first time, do you remember, we had Nigel de Jong. Beast. Yeah, he was a beast. Then we had Yaya. And we had beasts in our team. Arsenal, when they were good, they had a beast. They don't have a beast anymore. They're mm. too... Liverpool don't really have a beast. So... You've got to have a beast in there, don't you? Yeah. 
So we're looking for a beast. Yes, yes. we are. Okay. You mean a beast? You mean in terms of what Kante is now for Chelsea? Or yeah, a right. really strong, tough, hard yeah. player. Yeah. Fernandinho's but almost he's, he's there. a bit of a loose cannon, though, yeah. isn't he? He's not. He's not. He's not a solid. No, and we can't depend on one player like that. No. And, and we don't think Fernando and Delph mm. fit the. What's no. happened to Delph? Can we, he's he's can we send out? Like no, is yeah. he injured like again? No. I don't know. I think he's, he's just, just not disappeared. Quite. Well, he's there if we need he him. He was man of the match a few weeks ago, and that's yeah. the last we ever saw he's him. He's like King Arthur. He's there if we need him. <laughs> <laughs> and just finishing off the Palace match, I think the other thing to, to point out is that finally we actually performed for 90 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was great to watch. Like we've Actually, 93, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, the last three minutes, yeah. I thought we were poor. Yeah. <laughs> but one, the number of people who didn't see that fifth goal, the ground yeah, had emptied imagine, significantly yeah. when Ottomendi scored. I think that was a bit disappointing. I mean, I know we talk about this thing and lots of people talk about it. And I know people have lots of reasons for leaving early, but it was a bit of a shame that mm. that many people had left at that point. But Only one question I've got to ask. I watched it with my son. He's 15. He doesn't understand what... City fans were like <laughs> over the years. Mm. So I'm screaming at the TV and shouting and getting up and getting a bit agitated. Am I the only one, or does it, do we all do it? Oh, yeah, of course we do. I mean, he looks at age, his, though, is yeah. these young ones who start sports. He's yeah. just expecting it to be easy because yeah. he's looking at me and he doesn't want to watch it with me half mm. the time because because I keep standing up and shouting because yeah. we're always waiting for something to go exactly, wrong. Exactly, exactly. And the younger ones aren't, aren't they? So no, I think there's, like, probably we all are of a slightly older generation. We're still at the point where, you know, 2-0 up with quarter of an hour to go, we're still thinking we can get a draw here. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's if we're lucky. Yeah. yeah, if, if things go well. Yeah. You can I'm, never I'm, feel comfortable. Especially yeah. with Bravo and goals. Well, I'm, I'm a bit no, dis- no chance of a draw. No. <laughs> I'm a bit disturbed to be classed as the older generation, but as slightly, that is the way I, I feel, older. then yes, I suppose I am. <laughs> okay, all right, um, let's take a quick break now and we'll be back straight after this. Hello from the Geek Town Radio podcast, a show that gives you the latest TV, film and gaming news all from a UK perspective, plus the latest UK premiere dates and a ton of interviews from people such as Suits Lewis Lit, Rick Hoffman. It's crazy. The whole thing's crazy. To gaming royalty like Troy Baker and Nolan North. Would you really take a bullet from me? Uh, well, no, that's that's the acting. From behind the scenes people such as the directors of smash hit US comedy Veep. We love Geek Town. My kids wear your t-shirts. To screen legends. Hello. Such as Mr. George Decay. Star trekking across the universe. <laughs> For all this and more, come join us on Geek Town Radio, available to download every Tuesday from your usual podcast supplier and from geektown.co.uk. All right, welcome back. Um, now we can turn our attentions to our rivals for the top four. Um, Liverpool drew, Arsenal beat United. Good? Bad, Tony? Not a bad day. Always a pleasure. Always <laughs> a pleasure to the United lose. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, I know. Possibly a draw would have been the greater good, but no, I'll, I'll take United getting hammered any day of the week. I absolutely agree. Yes, on paper, I'd have taken a draw. You know, the, 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 the head says a draw, but the heart says, you know, United losing every day. Yeah. And Liverpool was Liverpool just... Draw. Liverpool's a, almost a better result in some ways, mm-hmm. because that was unexpected. And the manner of it. Yeah, you know, and they've been uh, grinding out the odd win. Yeah. They've been winning most weeks lately. 
And I thought they were going to grind it out. And that was a bad result for them. Mm. But the pitch was dry, to be fair. And I think that, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's what cost them. That's a fabulous thing. Yeah. 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 Didn't we have Balotelli who had a problem with the grass? Yes, he did. Yeah. His eyes. Maybe yeah. they had the same no, problem. he was smoking it. I think, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, I think it, um, the Liverpool drawing, it's what you're saying, they've been grinding results out now. Milner missed that penalty, but had he, I mean, had that gone in, they probably would have had another one. It did look like and it was going yeah, to do that, didn't it? Yeah. It did. Um, but looking at what everyone's got left, I mean, who do you think we are? We Do we need to concern ourselves with either Arsenal or United? I I would like to think not. I, you know, realistically on paper, it, it would be a done deal. And I think it goes back to what we've been saying the whole podcast is any other team would feel comfortable now but we don't <laughs> because we've been there before we know who we are we'll, we'll lose to a silly team that's the problem that we have you know whereas, we've got three silly teams left to play well Leicester though uh, what was the score last time we played them I know well, I think, yeah it was ridiculous you hope Pep has learned from the last few games against Leicester because we were appalling this time out last year we appalling against them and if they play the way they play we've got to be really careful yeah and no, that's the banana I can skin. see that as a banana. I can see that possibly being a draw. Mm. And then it puts a bit of pressure back on us again. Yeah. It, but I think we can afford to lose one now, can't we? That's the spirit. Six points. I'm not wishing it Win upon us, but yeah. Yeah, two wins will, will yeah. see us through. I mean, I'm wondering if when we played Palace, we were the first match apart from the West Ham Tottenham match but we were the first match of the four of the, yeah. the four of us so we didn't have to concern ourselves with what anyone else had done true true yeah. and but we've that got that again on Saturday yes, and I think we yeah. I think well I know it's Leicester and we yes we I think we probably all agree that it's a potential but it is but and also I, I do think even just from the pain the psychic pain it's caused me over this season there have been more than a few 12 where we've yeah. been first when it's the whole weekend's been ruined for me because we've yeah. lost yeah, a game we should have won, Two and I can't watch three. any. Fo- yeah, so it, it's not always been beneficial to to start. Yeah, well, let's hope it is. Yeah, yeah I mean, last season against Leicester was horrific <sighs> at home, three 0 That, was, that yeah. was three just, one. Was it three one? Yeah. Well, I'd probably left before. Yeah. That yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, funnily enough, I did leave early that match because I had a train to catch. But um, mm. I think I was quite right to leave. Yes. <laughs> okay, so I mean. Arsenal have four games left because they've still got a couple mm. in hand. Um, Southampton away, Stoke away, Sunderland at home and Everton at home. I, I'm, I think I'm mainly, my main concern is Arsenal just because they always manage to do it. They yeah. always manage to get that four into the top well, they've four. They've got nine points there, I reckon. And we need six, mm. don't we? Mm. So we get six, they get nine. Will we be through on goal difference? Yes. yes. Yeah. Well, assuming they, they don't someone. murder yeah. someone. Yeah. I mean, I think you just have to put your head down and win your own games, don't I, you? I, you know? I mean, obviously that's what we need to do, but you could have said that all season and we've not managed it when we True. needed to. So. It's back to you saying we can afford to lose one, <laughs> one win two. So Let's win the first two. Yeah, yes. and then the last go to Watford and have a party. Exactly, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I, I think that, um, you know, I'd like to win all three so that we finish third. Now I'm yeah. getting greedy. Yes. But no, well, a third would be good. I mean, there is that thing if you're fourth, then you've got a playoff game. But maybe the playoff game is quite a nice thing to have early in the season. As long as you fixed, don't lose. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. But I, I don't know the teams involved in the playoffs, but I Chelsea hear that they actually players. may be some pretty decent teams yeah, in there. So. Like that. Oh, no, f- scrape that then. We won't do that. Let's <laughs> win all three. 
yes. or hope that Liverpool don't win against West Ham or Middlesbrough. Mm. Who do we want? Who do we want to be fourth? Is that a silly question? A B U. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, it's a silly question. Yes. <laughs> True. Yeah. I'd... Of the two, then, of the other two, who would we prefer? Well, Liverpool. Don't want United to be. Liverpool. I don't know. I'm, just, you know, Arsenal. I want. Arsenal I think to be Arsenal, in there. but I don't think it's possible. I mean, for no, I mean, Arsenal it, it, to get in and us not to, I yeah. think it's going to require Liverpool to lose both these games. Could which I, It could. Mm. I just love the idea of United and Liverpool, neither of them being in the Champions League. That just feels good to me. I know that's wrong. Well, but United might be in there another route anyway. Don't so you that's, think, that's, don't you think it's not. set up for them to lose in the final? Please. Yeah. That, would, that, that would be worth not winning a trophy. That is a dream. That yeah, that, we're celebrating if that happens. Mm. Yeah. But if they do win it, and, oh, they've, right. and, and they won the, whatever it's called these days, the EFL Cup, and they finish fifth, for example... It'll be a glorious it's season. It's a pretty for good them. season for them. Well, they'll controversial. Uh, he's desperate to paint it that way, isn't he? But you see the football. Oh, come on. Right? Look at the football. Forget about everything else for a moment. Look at the games we. I, I think it's been a wonderful season for us. We've moaned and moaned, but honestly, some of the games we've seen, Barcelona. You know, just the, the quality of the games on occasion. Look at United's games. Look at the what's happened in those games, just quality-wise. They can't. That, you know, they can paint it however they like. That has not been a successful season. No. And what's amazing, as you recall, Van Gaal got sacked last year for finishing, what, sixth yeah. and winning the FA Cup and playing rubbish football. Mm. Now, if they don't win the Europa League, they're going to finish sixth. They've played pretty average football. Mm. And a League Cup, I'd be worried if I was Mourinho. And parked the bus in a derby. Yeah. I mean, Which in, is uh, the Fergie must be spitting feathers. And he spent they 250 mil. Yeah. And bear in mind, when they kicked off on Sunday... If they'd won their four remaining league goals, they would have guaranteed Champions League football. And he threw in the towel. But he didn't really. He, he said he was going to. But, but he threw it. That, when he said that, he didn't know it was back in their own hands. And for a club, the world's greatest club to take yeah, that sort of attitude, got to be going gung-ho. I think is yeah. frankly embarrassing for them. We all know it's better to be City now anyway. I just thought <laughs> I'd throw it in there. Wouldn't you know? be here if <laughs> Yeah, I, I agree. I think some of the football we've played this season... I, you know, regardless, of, I I would even say even if we don't finish in the top four, I'm not, I'm still very optimistic about the future. No, it's been fabulous. Yeah. You know, we haven't scored enough goals. Straightforward at home. Yeah, you know. I think that first 38 minutes at Old Trafford was probably the finest mm. 38 yeah. minutes of football I've ever seen from yeah. a City team, yeah. well, from any team almost. Mm. I mean, it was Barcelona-esque at their best, wasn't it? We were phenomenal. Yeah. And then Bravo went for a walkabout. Yeah, uh, a little bit more scary, but that kind of sums up our season, doesn't it? Yeah. Okay. Well, before we move on to our next home match to talk about it properly, Leicester, um, I thought I'd I'd just throw in some transfer rumours and see which of these three you think I've made up. Okay. So um, Aguero to United for 55 million. Mangala to Real Madrid. Or Kolarov to leave to go anywhere that will have him. <laughs> well, I know you haven't made the Aguero one up. Yeah. Someone else made that up. Yeah, it's in the papers. <laughs> you haven't made up the Mangala one. Yeah. So no. you made up the Kolarov. Yeah, I mean, how ridiculous that that would be the one I've made up. Yeah. Right? <laughs> we can have a whip round now. Yeah. What do you, so, Aguero to United. No, no. not in a million years. No, that's not going to happen. You know what's interesting with Mangala? He reminds me of... Um, his problem is positioning. Because I think he's a good, strong defender. Oh, and you wouldn't want to spill his pipe, would you? Mika Richards, who was always mm. well known, and I'd heard this on good authority, 
he never really played for England in the end because however good he was, he had rubbish positioning. And I think Mangala reminds me, they're similar mm. players. They're strong, they're good in the air, they're tough, but they just don't know where they are on the pitch. Mm-hmm. That's the same thing. Maybe we could convert him into a midfielder. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we need That's one of those. He could be our beast. He's a shame, but he looks good in Spain because it's a different, different type game. of football. Yeah. You're a strong beast like that, you can play much better. Yeah, well, look at Stefan Savage. Yeah. He's doing great, isn't he? Atletico, yeah. Mm. Where all the uh, Manchester City defenders we, who don't quite make it. Go I think to we just it. got him a little too young, Savage. I think Savage. just a little bit. I liked him. Uh, yeah, a couple of years later, we would. Well, yeah. he certainly looks the part yeah. now. Doesn't Great he? hair as well, I thought. <laughs> <laughs> and one of the other ones, um, I saw something about um, Iheanacho maybe being given permission to talk to Hoffenheim. I think it was. Well, I mean, I can see. <laughs> He's good enough to want to go somewhere yeah. and, and be, you know, play every week and do all this. I, I think he's he's not ever going to be the solution for us, and it, it's a shame, you know, because you like to see players coming through. But I don't, I don't think he's ever going to quite be it. I don't want to be selfish, but I hope it doesn't happen because we just bought my little boy a number seventy-two Ineacho shirt yesterday. Oh well, <laughs> he no, needs he's, he's to stay. Staying, he's got to right. stay. I think it well, would... that kind of investment you can't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it would be a real shame because it, he's been. It, it seemed like he was the most promising thing we'd had out of the academy or whatever you want to call it yeah. these days. And, and, and also, you know, a lot of, there was not so much talk about him compared to the amount of talk there was about Rashford last season. And I think a lot of City fans were getting very irate about it. But kind of behind closed doors, I was saying, well, I think it's probably because Rashford is a better player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. But, and, and it's hard to admit. And it, it, I think when Bonnie was there... Uh, you know, in actual stock good. went up a bit. In the, it's that sort of Joe Cole thing. The more you don't play for England, the better everyone thinks you're going to be. And I think it was, you know, whenever you saw Bonnie on a pitch, you just wished the youngster had come on. <laughs> and I think there is that. Sure. Yeah, because I think there was a lot of frustration last season why he was constantly playing Bonnie when we had Ian Acho yeah. there. Yeah, I mean, and but it's amazing how quickly your perspective changes when you've got Jesus as, mm. as, as an well, option. It's weird, isn't it? In the old days, you used to sort of think, well, we can't go into a season without four strikers. Now, and now you seem to only need really two. Yeah, Chelsea can win the league with one. With one, yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. Well, I think definitely the way Pep plays, it's mm. not reliant on no, it's not a striker. Yeah. Yeah. I think some players suit the way Pep plays, and I don't. I don't think Ineacho quite yeah, he's not a pet player, is he? Mm. No. But his first touch is not good enough no. to no, be moving the ball that quickly. And, and it doesn't work for him. No. When he's he a comes great finisher, on. though. But we don't play, we don't able to get Ineacho in those positions yeah. being last month to then hit a ball in. I'm yeah. a little frustrated. I mean, Pep's been bringing him on in like the 89th minute. What's the lad meant to do there? Exactly. Give him, you know, Very we'll hard for Bring him, him on. With yeah. tw- give him 20 minutes or something. Get yeah. him, let him get a goal and get his confidence up. Yeah. Mm. I think the problem in a lot of these situations has been that we haven't been definitely winning matches. <laughs> yeah. and it, and unless, it, unless we are four or five nil up, I think mm. it almost, I, I think Pep probably feels like it's a risk that he can't take. Or six and it's very with difficult. Bravo goals, yeah. Six with Bravo and goals, oh. yeah. Am I oh, being Bravo. harsh now? Come, am I being yeah. injured? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think you are, but that's, that's another story for another <laughs> podcast probably. <laughs> well, the goalkeeper thing is a big, that's, you know, yeah. if you're looking at transfers, that's, that's certainly one that, you need to be addressing. Well, but I, I think I said last week that I'm not sure that it will be a priority and I wouldn't be surprised if we didn't sign a keeper. But uh, obviously, if we do, then I'm not going to be upset about it. Uh, but it's just who and whether we go for one of these English, young English ones who De look like... Just outbid everyone for De Gea. 
Well, that'd be funny. You they can have Joe Hart. Well, yeah, Pickford's the rumour, isn't it? Yeah. But um, Pickford's being linked with everybody at yeah, the moment, yeah. so unsurprisingly. I, I'd, I'd be quite happy to see Joe Hart back, but I suspect that's it's not, not going to happen. No. no, that's not happening. Okay, all right. Transfers, well, I'm sure we'll come back to that at the end of the season <laughs> as well. Um, so, Leicester, we've touched on the Leicester match, which is on Saturday at 12.30 again. Um, would you change anything for that, the team? I changed the kickoff time. It plays hell for me. <laughs> you know, my Friday nights don't allow for a twelve thirty kickoff <laughs> on a Saturday. I'd play the same starting lineup as last week. That'd be the first time this season, wouldn't it? And unchanged just 11. to be a bit more savvy. Would you start with Fernandinho at right back? Yeah, I like. I think he plays right there. It's an interesting one. I mean, I could see why he did it this game because you know, Pad the Palace thing. He's a smart enough player that he could see if there's no threat. I'll play right back, and if there's no threat, I'll go back to the more tra- traditional mm-hmm. Fernandinho, which is, he's clever enough to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that Leicester is a different game, because it's pace up front, isn't it? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a very different setup there. So He'll be, he'll be up against Morris, won't he? Yeah, um, potentially. I think I'd, I'd go for the Zab man. Yeah. Never let Just him down. Just a stopper. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we essentially, on Saturday against Palace, had three right backs on the bench if you're now counting Navas yeah, as yeah. a right back you had Sanya Zabaleta and Navas well, and Fernandinho was playing right back yeah. so I, don't, I mean that's possibly the only change I would make but then there's goes back to that discussion we had before that means Fernandinho drops out of the side which, mm. which last season you would have thought was but just Pep, ridiculous Pep's a big fan of Fernandinho he's the only yeah, person yeah, playing any position or you give Sterling a, and well, he might a make, bench well and rotate as we said before well, I like De Bruyne on the right anyway so Yes. Isn't it lovely that we've got all these options? Yeah. It is. I just think, for once, I would think you probably shouldn't change the team, but at the same time, it is Leicester a completely different mm. proposition. I'm changing it. You got a great result last week. Mm. Well, Stones will probably be fit as well. And you talk about question. pace. Well, they have fantastic pace. Three amazing, well, two incredibly quick players last week. Yeah. And we played well with that, so. Yeah. Well, I guess what all we need is a goal in the second minute. Yeah. Be plain sailing after that. Yeah, let's hope. We lost three on the bounce now to Leicester. No, we, we drew. drew. We, we drew. drew at theirs. Mm. We drew a year ago. Yeah. When we should have won. Yeah. So one first. draw, two losses. <laughs> That's not great. No. No, this so, yeah, is time to write just it. diabolical. That, that was one of the worst games I thought this season. Mm. That and Everton were the two yeah, worst yeah. of the season. You had to pick two there then. Yeah, and 4 2 really flattered us because, they, I mean, it, it should have been 4 yeah. 0. Yeah. Everton was a funny one though wasn't it we had 70% possession and they had four shots on target and, uh, yeah I think Leicester was worse uh, yeah. uh, yes performance wise yes mm. Kolarov's finest hour I do seem to recall <laughs> so before before we finish I just wanted to discuss this new um, tunnel club venture that the, the club are, are promoting and we have a resident expert David is our resident expert on this so I, I've got a, I've got a different view on this to, to to David because people there's lots of people sitting in in the Colin Bell stand who have to be moved um, to accommodate the Tunnel Club. But I'm just interested to to hear why you think it why David you think it's such a a great venture that they're going for. Uh, well, I think the whole philosophy of City is to provide um, world class entertainment and. Uh, for all spectrums and they've made it very clear they want to provide something for the very top end and they want to provide something for the everyday fan so they're going to make season tickets in order to make the season tickets at the lower end affordable 
they do things at the top end to make that affordable. So the balancing act is, yes, we're going to raise a lot of money and give certain people who've got lots of money and experience, and that's that side of it. And at the lower end, we'll make it more affordable at the lower end. And it's a bit like the airline, you know, if you're with British Airways and you've got either a gold pass, a silver pass, a bronze pass, or a blue pass, that's what they're going to do. It's a strong economic case, I have to say. And there's, that's their argument, and their argument is there's a demand for a bit more luxury at that end, and really, they're trying to just... The more yeah, money... That we, makes sense. But, I mean, the only concern I, yeah, I think some of us would have is that we don't want to be United Airlines. We don't, have, we don't want to get dragged off the plane <laughs> for somebody wants to yeah, bump no, you off I, the plane. I, you know what? They've got very, very good ethics city and yeah. the more I've, I've spent a lot of time with a lot of them i've met all the board uh you know they do have good pillars of um there's four pillars of strategy and is you know what they do behind the scenes people do not see and they are extremely good with keeping our heritage They're extremely Absolutely. good with keeping people from the past they don't just blast them out you go to arsenal they've kicked out david in all the past but they they want to keep some of the old, you know, Mike Summerby is almost on the main board because mm. he's that heritage. And you know what? They're not arrogant. If you went into the chairman's lounge, they don't have a door that says we're the board and they're the others. They mingle everyone in that lounge and they make and they're very approachable and they've got very good sort of uh, morals. Yeah, no, the, they've, they've, the heart of the club's still there, yeah. isn't it? It's fantastic. We're All the changes. It's almost we're still a small club. Mm but a worldwide club. Yeah, I love yes. all the uh, quotes they all around the, the ground. I mean, My first game They let City. the fans check, mm. decide mm. how the badge needs to be. They will always consult with the fans, and the fans are important to them. They're not arrogant. So I'm a big fan. So okay. No, that, it's good, it's good to hear club, another perspective on and, that. And the Tunnel Club, what it does do, it, it does give those people... But if you look at the, what, the way they'll probably price it at the, the, the entry point into that Tunnel Club, if you look at what Arsenal charge and what mm. you get, and you look at what City will charge and what you get, it's chalk and cheese. I mean, mm. yeah, Arsenal, you get nothing, your money. I just well, hope it go, it's real fans who use yeah. those seats. I was at Club Wembley for the semi-final, it's, and it was half empty, well, and it, won't and be it breaks my heart fans. to it see that. It won't be, but it's only Let's 500 people mm. out of 56,000, and mm. yeah. eventually we're going to go to 65,000, aren't we? Yeah. So it's a small minority. Well, it's something for me to aspire to, I guess. So thank you for changing <laughs> my perspective. I just know that the people who are, who've been sitting with the same people for a very long time and are being forced to move to accommodate yeah. well, it. Mm-hmm. That and that's happen. creating a little bit of ill feeling, it, it, admittedly only with 280 people. Mm. But it's still, yeah. you know, because it, it's difficult to move whole groups of people together. And, I, you know, but, you know, I just wanted to, to get a different day, view. We are becoming, so. But the important thing is we're becoming... To become a world, a, one of the top five clubs in the world. Yeah. Mm. We turn over now, I think we have the fifth largest turnover at 400 yep. million. We'll be at 500 in two years' time. We could be up to fourth. We are not that far behind United. If mm. you want to be a world like we are... Arsenal are fourth, surely. You've got to do it. No, <laughs> we're way I'll tell you what, amazing how much further we are to Arsenal and all of them. Yeah. So, you know, unfortunately, they're going to have to make a few odd decisions but it's meant to be fantastic it's a really great experience for people okay all right well thank you very much and um all that remains for me to say is thank you to before all three of my us, guests before you leave us could we just have a moment of congratulations for lisa her first time yeah and in the hot seat 
It's a very hot seat. She's, she's blushing loudly for <laughs> our listeners. It's probably true. Mm. Um, thank you. And thank you to my three guests, Andy Connell, David Blakeney and Tony Newgrish. Thank, thank you very you. much. Thank you. This is a Playback Media production. To listen to all our football podcasts, visit playbackmedia.co.uk. Give software vendor audits the red card by signing up the Livingstone Managed Service Team right away. Call 0203 817 4880 or visit livingstone-tech.com to find out how. If you like this podcast, come and join me, Mark Webster, for the Whistleblowers, a weekly show that looks at the topics that all football fans are discussing this week at the whistleblowers.net and it happens to be brought to you by the same lot that produced this one sports social podcast network hello it is ryan and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day couldn't we just to make up for things like sitting in traffic doing the dishes counting your steps you know all the mundane stuff that is why i'm such a big fan of chumba casino chumba casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere with daily bonuses that should brighten your day a little actually a lot so sign up now at chumbacasino.com that's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.